Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, James Edwards, Sam Bushman in a two-hour special broadcast. James Edwards is with me. He's an expert on uh, all kinds of topics, including the quintessential case on free speech violations. ThePoliticalCesspool.org is his website. Check out his award-winning program live every Saturday night, syndicated by Liberty News Radio and on demand at your fingertips anytime at ThePoliticalCesspool.org. Last hour, we talked about Alex Jones some. We talked about Kanye West getting sued. We talked about J.P. Morgan Chase shutting down Kanye West's bank accounts. We talked about Biden's DOJ is cracking down on literally on Christians, pro-lifers, those who don't believe in critical race theory, those now who don't believe in, quote, transgender or uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I guess the AMA, along with the American, uh, uh, American Academy of Pediatrics and the Children's Hospital Organization, they're all asking AG, uh, Attorney General, Merrick Garland, to go after all these people and swiftly punish them uh, for speaking out on this gender issue. Now, they say that the reason they got to go after them so bad is because there's been bomb threats as a result of, again, uh, you know, these people harassed the families of the Sandy Hook folks because of Alex. Okay, so it's always this downstream discussion, if you will. Uh, But now, folks, uh, it's out of control. And so now anybody who speaks out on gender issues, if you say there's only a male and female, then you are um, literally going to be swiftly attacked by the Justice Department, the FBI, uh, who knows who, Homeland Security, uh, because you're not allowed to say those things. Now, this issue, again, is so scientific-based. There is only male and female. There is only two gender. There are only two genders, says God Almighty and says science. But, of course, they don't want to hear that fact. They want to obliterate that truth. And then they want to prosecute and persecute anybody who stands in their way, Uh, James. At the end of the article I read on this, they say this. We can only hope that if the GOP does take back Congress, they'll actually do something about it. They'll do something to stop them. Folks, if you have your hope on the Republican Party, shame on you. We've seen them schnooker us and betray us so many times it's not even funny. It's the deep state against the rest of us. And this agenda is being pushed globally, not just in the United States, violating free speech, shutting everybody down, forcing everybody to agree with a certain narrative pitched pitched by uh, the government. Uh, James, now they literally want to say you can't even have your opinion on two genders anymore or you will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law swiftly, sir. Logical progression, and that's what progress is, that makes things progressively worse as it's used in our modern parlance, uh, to what we've been talking about with regard to you have a difference of opinion on what may or may not have occurred at Sandy Hook. Uh, You're on the hook for a billion dollars. You say... Uh, that there are only two genders, which, of course, God has ordained and which uh, nature has has uh, proven. You know, you said science says it. Science actually doesn't say that anymore. It's science that says there's 500 genders, but God and nature 
agree that there are only two. But yes, so now you can get sued. Well, science, can you believe sa- this? science says there's only two, and it's been documented for decades. Pseudoscience now in modern terms challenges regular science as well. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah, the, the gatekeepers are the... the uh, People who have hijacked so-called science now, but the actual science, of course, that's a different story. Let's uh, split hairs, but yeah, so you, you, you've got that now. Can you imagine something? <laughs> You're the radical one if you say there's only two genders and that you don't want your kids to be taught in kindergarten and first and second, lower elementary, uh, that there are more and... Um, you're the one that's uh, that's uh, going to be punished. And th- that goes back to Kanye, too, though, uh, Sam. And we didn't really dive into, I, I think th- that's the most important part about Kanye. Yes, this thing about George Floyd's uh, family bringing the suit is, is an interesting wrinkle. But what really got the heat turned up on Kanye West wasn't that. That added to it, and it wasn't even what started it all. His white lives, his proclamation that white lives matter, it was really his critique, his speaking his opinion, as he has the God-given and right to do, uh, defended by the First Amendment, or at least it used to be, uh, uh, about the what he calls Jewish influence in in music and media, and I I guess in society and in in culture in in general. He basically are noting that Jewish people are Jewish people, and if you're Jewish, it's, it's, it's hate for you to be criticized. I mean, nobody should be immune from criticism, but that is what got him canceled from uh, J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. And I've got the letter here that they sent to him, And it's addressed to him, and uh, it reads, We are sending this letter to confirm our recent discussion with you that J.P. Morgan Chase Bank has decided to end its banking relationship with you and your affiliated entities. We ask that you promptly transfer your business to another financial institution before November 21st, 2022. If you have any questions, and he posted this to his social media, that's how we have it. Uh, If you have any questions, when he still had social media, uh, let me say, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to call your usual banking contact. Uh, so that is a billionaire, multi-billionaire mogul being debanked because of what he said. And what he said to me is far less offensive than saying there are infinite numbers of genders and that this must be taught to our kids and so on and so forth. Um, he, he said that the Jews canceled people. That's Kanye West saying that. He immediately after saying that lost his social media and bank accounts. Now, is that a coincidence? And I, 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 we said this in the first hour. The message to everyone is resoundingly clear. Do not step out of bounds. Nobody is too big uh, to uh, get the Sam Bushman, James Edwards, Richard Mack treatment. And, and, and not only that, Sam... They're going after his mental health. They're going. They're saying he is mentally ill for saying these things. Not that he has a difference of opinion, but that he is mentally ill. Um, now, with regards to the disproportional amount of Jewish influence in Hollywood, to say that Jews have a, a, a predominance that the Jews predominate in media and in entertainment, this I don't is not see how that a is debatable reality. It is a fact, though. Yeah, well, that's it. See, that's the thing. I mean, why is that anti-Semitic to say that Jews predominate in, in, in this industry uh, when they so obviously do? Maybe you're saying that as if it's a good thing. I think, 
if you look at the the degenerate and uh, anti-family, anti-Christ filth that comes out of Hollywood, and you 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 point a finger at who's producing this stuff, then okay, then you know you're not exactly praising them. I still but, don't think that's anti-Semitic, though. It's well, no, out it's a not. No, sure, versus it's not. where we sit, right? But they're saying it doesn't even it, 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 uh, it, that it, he's mentally ill for even thinking that that exists. But the the fact of the matter is, give you a comparative. It's like me saying Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi, uh, quintessential Catholics. You know, they're uh, they're betraying their Catholicism there. OK, so I want to say these Catholics are in high places betraying uh, pro-life issues. Religion doesn't mean that I'm attacking everybody who's Catholic. It means that's that I'm right. highlighting these leaders betrayal. OK, the same thing is true in Christianity or any other religion. They use Christianity to destroy more life uh, backed by government around the world. They've used religion as their as their ploy they've they've exploited that okay what we're talking about is the exploitation here okay that's not anti-semitic at all to say so is an absolute manipulated perverted lie but even if it is anti-semitic people have the right to be anti-semitic if they want to james well so this is this is uh what we've got here is you better not say you know what you can you can't say because examples are made of, of people who say them like us like kanye west and alex jones what we're talking about today you don't want to go through what they are going through so you're just not going to say it but if you do if you do your bank is gone your social media is gone you are going to be declared mentally ill in front of the entire world you're going to be mocked by these people jonathan goldberg a jewish former editor of the forward uh, confirms kanye west with this statistic though and he wrote in a few key sectors of the media notably among hollywood studio executives jews are so numerically dominant that calling these businesses jewish controlled is little more than a statistical observation so this is something that jewish people say in their own publications and not even their own publications um, like the forward how about joel stein writing for the los angeles times he wrote uh, an article uh, several years ago jewish writer for the los angeles times who runs hollywood come on that's the headline and this is, I'll just read two quick paragraphs from the article. Uh, this Jewish writer opines that I have never been so upset by a poll in my life. This is from 2008. Only 22% of Americans believe that the movie and television industries are run by Jews, down from 50% in 1964. The Anti-Defamation League, which res uh, released the poll results, sees this number uh, as a victory against stereotyping. But actually it sh shows just how dumb America has gotten. Jews totally run Hollywood. How deeply Jewish is Hollywood? Uh, Joel Stein writes, again, for the Los Angeles Times, when the studio chiefs took out a full-page ad in the New, uh, Los Angeles Times recently to demand that the Screen Actors Guild settle its contract, the open letter was signed by every major studio head. All of them were Jewish. I had to go and dig deep because the Jews are so dominant in Hollywood that I had to scour the trades to come up with even six Gentiles in high positions at entertainment companies. Uh, when I called them to talk about their incredible advancement, they all refused to talk to me. And one actually ended up turning out to be Jewish. So, okay, Kanye West says Jews have a, Jewish people have a predominance in music and in media and in entertainment. And in his opinion, that is not a good thing. And he's called anti-Semitic. Well, the Jews agree with him in their own publications. So this whole thing, uh, don't say that the emperor has no clothes. Don't point out who's doing these things. Don't ever mention it unless it's just complete, unfiltered 
praise. And even then, you're not really supposed to do it. Uh, Joe Biden said it uh, when he was running for office as a, a compliment, and he got kind of uh, run uh, run over by the bus because you're not supposed to mention it in, in any sort of context. They don't want the spotlight being put on them. But as you said, even if it was anti-Semitic, so-called, what is the First Amendment if it doesn't protect any speech, even so-called hate speech? But this thing, you're sued if you have a difference of opinion on Sandy Hook, you're sued if you say there's two genders. You sued if they if you say Jewish people have control in, in Hollywood and in media. And wouldn't a media mogul know this? Wouldn't his opinion be informed? You're sued if you agree with what they say about themselves. This is a hey, I'm telling you, Sam, this is a very, very, very tenuous and dangerous uh, thin sheet of ice we're on. And it, now that the precedents have been set in my case, and Alex Jones has been made an example, and Kanye West is being made an example, the example to which we don't even know yet, depending on how far this Floyd thing goes, but he doesn't have a bank. Um, that's going to happen to anyone. And anyone is going to be open and, and liable and susceptible to this now. That's the big takeaway from the show today. Anybody. And, and, and but this I got will a question, absolutely though. suffocate free speech. I got a question, though. What does anti Semitic mean? Ladies and gentlemen, do you even know what it means? They say that it refers to discrimination towards Jewish people. The adjective anti-Semitic refers to the discrimination and feelings of hostility against Jewish people as a racial or ethnic group. The most extreme example is the Nazi Holocaust, but that's not where it began. They go on. Okay, but here's the deal. So uh, Kanye can't be a racist, according to the uh, critical race theory, James. So how can he be anti-Semitic if he's black? He can't be. Yeah, this uh, this definitely is an interesting case because uh, it's unusual for anyone to, to, to challenge this narrative, but it is especially unusual uh, for someone like Kanye West, yes, he's black. Yes, he is very rich. Yes, I mean he 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 certainly had a lot of power. I mean, money brings you power, and as Alex Jones says, freedom. But certainly not the freedom to practice free speech. And it's going to be interesting to see all of this. Really, I mean, he had been speaking out and, and said some great things about uh, pro life. If you'll remember, Sam, a year or two ago, uh, that we agree with. So he had kind of been tiptoeing into, hey, I'm going to speak out on some issues that won't make me welcome company in my industry, and even speaking out in favor of pro-life causes, as he has done in recent years, would, would place him in that camp. But but going here on, on this issue is really a shot across the bow, and they are coming back a, at him with everything they've got. But, yes, I mean, again, if you say, I agree with Joel Stein in the Los Angeles Times that, that Jewish individuals – have a disproportionate amount of power in Hollywood. And you know what? I don't think they're wielding that power in a way that brings glory to God and that is good for America. You know, that, that's what they're saying is anti-Semitic. Basically, it's just like the word racist. Um, you know, I wrote a book about this, Racism, Schmacism, how liberals use the R word. came out uh, back in 2010. A racist is a white person, and an anti-Semite is basically anything, uh, or anyone who says anything uh, that... Jewish folks find disagreeable. I mean, that's really what it is. I know what the textbook definition of, of racist is. It's, you, you have this irrational uh, hatred of uh, people who don't look like you, an anti-Semite. You, you, you want to harm Jews for the fact that they were born Jews. And uh, 
things like that. But, uh, you know, what it has come to is any sort of differing of opinion, any sort of criticism. And that is, uh, listen, whatever you believe or don't believe, that whole thing that the liberals used to have some decades ago, I disagree with your point of view, but I will defend your right to have it. They don't believe that anymore, Sam. Uh, they want to absolutely snuff anybody out that has a difference of opinion. Uh, I don't think it's anti-Semitic at all what I heard. I, I, I didn't hear Kanye saying, I hate, I hate Jews and Jews are evil and they need to be taken out and they need to be put in camps or, or whatever you might associate with so-called anti-Semitic speech or behavior. I didn't hear any of that. All I heard him saying was basically that he agreed with what they say about themselves in their own publications, as we've been, we've been talking about. So it is, uh, it's disconcerting. It is, it's, if, if what is happening here, let me put it this way. If what is happening to Alex Jones and Kanye West is successful, then that means forget about them getting the ball rolling on a true open debate and discussion in this country that would be very healthy for our nation and, and, and for our institutions. You may get a result from this that leads to no one speaking out ever again because, hey, who wants to lose everything they've got? And that is a very real concern, Sam. As a breadwinner, as a husband of a father, uh, as a husband and a father, nobody wants to be a martyr. Now, if you're going out with with an entire vast swath of the electorate or of the overall population who are speaking out in one voice, but you don't want to allow yourself to be sniped, uh, take this sniper fire one by one. Oh, they got Alex today. Oh, they got Kanye today. It's just going to limit the number of people who are speaking out. We need more people speaking out in defense of Kanye West and Alex Jones uh, in light of all of this uh, strength in numbers, so to speak. So where do we go with this, James? Uh, meaning it's just going to get worse, isn't it? It's just going to well, get certain. absolutely worse, and there's no hope to stop it. What do they think? They're going to hope that the Republicans stop it if election fraud doesn't happen? This soft, we, we live under this soft totalitarianism that is hardening more and more every day. I mean, it, 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 it really is communist in nature, this, this uh, suffocating of, of free speech and, and, and uh, expression. Uh, so, yes, I mean, of course, they, they, it, they want it to get to the point where nobody dissents. However, there are just so many, many people dissenting right now. I mean, if you look the, the, the number of people who... We've been citing these polls on my program for years now, uh, especially the last couple of years, especially so. And, and on this program, too, the number of people who are coming over to our way of thinking on very critical so-called taboo issues. So the numbers are there, but it doesn't matter if you have tens of millions of people who know what's going on, who knows who's doing it, who knows how to correct it. If they don't act on it, and that's the thing, they want to take out as many people, make examples out of as, as many high-profile people as they can uh, to keep these people, however well-informed they may be, on the sidelines. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. As I said, 
Americans are still relatively comfortable right now, so you're not going to see a lot of people out in the streets, uh, although this inflation, <laughs> you're taking out what small loans now to, 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 to go to the grocery store. Gas is exorbitant. Uh, the price of housing is absolutely unaffordable now. The middle class is, is absolutely being squeezed out of existence. And, and that's where you really got, I, I think. Well, you're I'm right, and I've got two headlines that relate to this for you as well. Headline says this. Bloomberg economic model shows the likelihood of a recession beginning at some point before October 2023. They put it now at 100%, James. So this is this is where the rubber is going to meet the road. We have numbers right now to make things happen. There are enough people, this whole thing we have to educate, educate, educate. There are enough people right now who are fundamentally with us on the issues to turn the rudder of this country and indeed the world pretty quickly. Problem is they're not organized and they're still relatively comfortable. They're not going to stick their necks out uh, so long as their families are getting by, that they're, that they're making the rent, they're making the mortgage, everybody's warm, everybody's got food. But as we're seeing in Europe with the situation between Russia and Ukraine, the cost of energy over there is prohibitive. You're not going to be able to warm your, your, your house. When people start getting cold, when your kids start getting cold, uh, and, and when your belly starts to swell because you can't afford food, um, and th- that is when things can turn. That yeah, is you're when people feel it. can take action. Here, here's where it's starting to turn, though. Gas in your car is becoming a serious problem to people. And the latest headline says this as kids get ready to go trick-or-treating, ladies and gentlemen, for Halloween. Turns out that the price of candy, chewing gum, and other, quote, sweets has now reached its highest level ever recorded. The U.S. continues to suffer from 40-year high inflation and it's not going away anytime soon uh, it's starting to happen james yes and as again like you sam as a husband and as a father you never want to see your children your wife and your children go through uncertain times but i'm afraid that that is what's going to have to happen before anything changes i mean it, i i I don't use the term revolution in a, in a violent sense, but for in this context, but for, for things to change here, for the, for there to be a revolution of the heart and of the mind, uh, I, I think people are going to have to suffer a little bit. I mean, history teaches us that people don't overthrow their oppressors if they're fat, dumb, and entertained and happy. Relative, I mean, they're, they might not be happy, but they are content enough. Uh, people are going to have to suffer before they take action. Nobody marches on the castle with pitchforks if they are uh, content. And as much as they may like to grouse about the way things are, as long as they're bringing home the bacon, you know, it's hard to, to justify doing that. But I, but I think we may be entering into a time where you have this intersection of people knowing things are wrong, uh, people wanting there to be change, and, and that uh, sort of thought process with half the country, at least half the country, uh, intersects with bad times and and uh, a depression, and that that brings about the sort of synthesis that it takes. And even then, it's not a guarantee that anything's going to happen. But those are when the conditions are favorable for something to happen. So the question more becomes, favorable. Do I go off right the radio anyway. before I get sued, or is it just a matter of time till I get sued, James? Now that now they see that's exactly right. Well. 
it's a concern. I mean, it's absolutely a concern. If, if you can sue people for hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars for being offended, what's stopping yeah, them from suing James everybody that they disagree there. with? He's a domestic threat, see? See? Never mind well, that he it could be anything. It under, uh, that it, you know, it's not meant to be violent. That was just kind of a, what do they call it? That was just kind of a, a, a whispering to his, his supporters uh, to couch it in softer terms. You see, that was just a, a virtual virtue virtue signaling kind of a thing and so we all know what james really meant he's ready for the overthrow yeah that's See, right this is how they lie folks james well they don't even have to take things out of context as you as, as in the example as you were giving there sam i mean they can just absolutely completely make it up as they did in my own libel case when they called me the leader of the ku klux Klan, and they can get away with it and when you can make things up and bring forth these frivolous lawsuits and have them heard and then win and we're seeing example after example now beginning to pile up the leader of the clans calling for revolution on sam bushman's liberty roundtable live <laughs> it's a lie folks hang tight more in seconds on your radio pursuing liberty using the constitution as our guide you're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. A California man was convicted Tuesday for the murder of Kristen Smart, the Polytech State University student who disappeared 26 years ago. But his father was acquitted on charges. He helped cover up the crime. Paul Flores, now 45 years old, was found guilty of first-degree murder. Flores' dad, Ruben Flores, was acquitted by a separate jury on accessory charges. A Washington, D.C. jury has acquitted Igor Deschenko of lying to the FBI on Tuesday. The indictment alleged Deschenko knowingly lied about conversations he had with subsources during FBI interviews. Durham's investigation has cost $4.4 million from October of 2020 to March of 2022. A former Democrat presidential candidate has not only rejected the party's socialist direction, she's working hard to help get Republicans elected. Arizona's Republican gubernatorial nominee Carrie Lake received a new endorsement from former Hawaii representative and now ex-Democrat Tulsi Gabbard. Lake said she's honored to have the endorsement. However, the newly independent Gabbard isn't stopping there. She announced she would also campaign alongside Arizona's Republican Senate nominee Blake Masters. In the USA Radio News Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis. The North American Aerospace Defense Command is reporting the Air Force dispatched two F-16 fighters to intercept a pair of Russian bombers that flew too close to Alaska on Monday. Although the two Russian Tu-95 Bear H bombers did not enter American or Canadian airspace, NORAD said it detected and tracked and positively identified and then intercepted the aircraft. The Yankees are in the final four for the World Series with a 5-1 to win over Cleveland Tuesday. USA Radio News. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Pos Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Pos Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Pos reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Paz. It's good medicine. He sent me to. Hear that? That's the sound of a man guarding his home around the clock. <coughs> 
because he has 24-7 professional monitoring from Simply Safe Home Security. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe keeps watch night and day. If there's trouble, Simply Safe alerts them and will dispatch emergency help when needed. Protect your home in your sleep. Take 30% off a new system at simplysafe.com today. James Edwards, Sam Bushman on your radio. We're talking about free speech violations. Ladies and gentlemen, with the economy going to the heck in a handbasket, are we going to have civil unrest? That's really what follows if it gets too bad. Uh, but then also this free speech issue, you know what? I, do I continue on the radio and just most likely get sued? Uh, how about you, James? This is serious. This is a real, honest, open question. If we quit, then they say, oh, you're just sunshine patriots. You're wimpy. If we continue, we lose all we have, right? Yes, I asked an attorney friend of mine back in about uh, the mid-2000s, and because this was already a concern then, I said, uh, Sam, uh, his name is <laughs> Sam too, I said, Sam, wh- just what's stopping them from just busting down our door, trumping up charges, and, and hauling us off, or ruining us in civil court? Answer, so, nothing. <laughs> I still re- I, well, well, his answer, and I'll never forget it, it was similar to that. His answer was, he looked at me and he said, very little. And and I think now more than ever you're seeing it. I mean, they're taking down titans of industry now. I mean, they're taking down Kanye West. They're t- taking down Alex Jones. And, yes, yeah, so I, I think with with this now in their back pocket, they have done this. They're getting away with this. What is to stop them from going after anyone that says anything that they disagree with, especially those who have a media platform. And the answer is the one that I heard, the answer that I would give to that question is the one that I heard so many years ago. The answer is very little. Uh, so, uh, and of course, you know, Alex Jones, a million, he's, he, he said in that clip we played in the first hour while talking to Steve Bannon about this ridiculous uh, judgment of a billion dollars for him exercising his, his, uh, freedom of speech to have a different opinion on a matter a billion dollars he says he has a million dollars one million three hundred thousand dollars in his personal bank account he has a house and a couple of cars uh so to us i mean he sounds very rich of course but i mean he would need 999 million dollars more just to pay off this judgment of a billion dollars and then you know for people like us i guess it'd be sort of a waste of their time and money to uh to to come after somebody with not very much money. Uh, certainly not anywhere near Alex Jones, not even close. I'm about as close to having a million dollars as he is to having a billion. But uh, in any event, that's not the point. The point is they don't expect him to pay that. There's no way he could pay that. Uh, but their point is to run him off. And it, it, you know, that's the thing we haven't talked about, Sam. Is Alex Jones going to continue on? Can he continue on? What's going to happen to Alex Jones in terms of his uh, position as uh, uh, a Right now, Alex guy? Jones well, says he's going to appeal. Uh, right now he says he's going to appeal, and right now he says he can raise money from his listeners and still stay on the air. So time will tell. I don't know. Well, I mean, wait, I time try will to raise tell. money I mean, from my listeners to stay on the, the air. air. I'm going dark in about five seconds. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's, Same with uh, you. There's not big money if you have lawsuits thing. and stay on the air, James. Even with the listenership, you know, that you and I have. Hey, the, we, they won't support that. 
Oh, my, you know, my attorney did it nearly pro bono. I, I raised what I could and gave him everything I could raise, which was very little and certainly wouldn't have been a drop in the bucket to what, you know, it would have been worth to have an attorney. And he was wonderful. Uh, I, I could have had a better attorney. Nobody could have won that case. And if that case was going to be won, it was with his briefs and his filings. And his well, filings. I think if you would have appealed uh, and, and continued, they were really you might have actually won. Well, you got to go to the Michigan Sup- State Supreme Court because we didn't file it in a federal court where you could go to the Supreme Court. Now, today's Which Supreme Court looks different than the Supreme Court of 2016. Well, if we'd have gone to the, you know, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, and, you know, this has been, again, talked to death, but if you, if you take it to the, we filed it in the state court. So the end route there is the Michigan Supreme Court. And we took it all the way uh, to the level just beneath that. Uh, but they were going to be threatening sanctions. And if the Michigan Supreme Court, which you had about a 3% chance of them taking up your case, the idea that you're going to be one of that 3% as a dissident taking on a state newspaper, uh, I think our chances go dip much below 3%. And if they didn't take it up, there was a very real chance that we were going to have to pay attorney's fees. And uh, that would have that you know killed me. So that, you know, it was, that was it. So uh, in a risk versus reward assessment, we, we, we took a couple of beatings and decided to go lick our wounds. But, you know, uh, that, 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 that was what informed that decision not to take it. I don't think they would have heard it, and I think it would have certainly opened up the doors to where, hey, the, the, the defense attorneys, we were the plaintiffs in this case. So this is different than Alex Jones. He's the defendant. We were the plaintiffs. We were the, the ones going on the offensive here because we had been wronged. Uh, but we had been so thoroughly routed, I, I, I think, that they could have said, hey, this guy's just doing this, you know, to, to stick it to us. He obviously has no case. These other two courts have ruled that. Uh, and, you know, we're going to go after him for sanctions now. And, I, you know, there's a good chance they could have got it. And, what, what, you know, their attorney's fees would have been millions of dollars. Yeah. So what sure. do you say? Do you go out so the air, James? Do you just uh, go silent, go dark? Oh, we've got a show this Saturday. I mean, I, I, I yeah, sure. I mean, I, I think, um, you know, every every week, we first went on the air, Sam, uh, in October of 2004. Uh, next week, a week from today, the 26th, will be our 18-year anniversary. And uh, you've got, uh, obviously, much more tenure than that. Uh, about another seven or eight years on me. Every week I'm on the air is a gift. Every week I, 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 I always have my eyes wide you open. You my response? I understand every week could be the last. Every week could be the last, but I'm going to continue to do it for as long as I can. My response is uh, in agreement with yours. The answer is never. If we lose everything yeah, we have. I mean, have, as long as we can. As, if we lose everything we have in the defense of the sacred cause of liberty, ladies and gentlemen, then sadly that's what it's going to take. If we do nothing, what will happen for our children and our grandchildren? So, yes, it's scary. I get it. I I understand. Yes, you don't want your wife and children to have to go through difficult times because you could have backed off and remained silent. But then what will your grandchildren and your grandchildren's grandchildren go through? What will the next generations experience if we remain silent? If we stand up, yes, we may get barbecued and shut down and, and lose everything we have. But at the same time, we may actually win. We may actually be able to roll back well, the tide and- of tyranny. And so I am not going off the air. I will do my very best to not be sued and to defend myself. I will appeal to our audience and to everybody else to help me if, the, if, it, if it comes to it or I, I need to uh, d- defend, uh, you know, staying on the air, etc. But I don't think we should give up. I don't think we should back down. And I don't think we should be intimidated, James. I don't think so. I think that's the last thing we should do. No, you know, uh no king but Jesus, and uh, it, it, it's it, in fact a sin to, to 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 worry. I mean, we are in God's care. We want to be responsible and make wise decisions. 
Uh, I don't want to be a martyr. Uh, I, I don't want to die for our cause or lose everything for our cause. I want to win for our cause and produce for our cause. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, if everyone, I mean, this is cliche, of course, but if everyone took the mindset, well, boy, I better duck and cover. <laughs> we might get hurt out here. Uh, if every man throughout history had taken that approach, nothing good would have ever happened. Uh, we'll never get out of this if, if if everything. It will only get worse. The forces of darkness, the forces of evil, the people who want to destroy you if you have a difference of opinion, the people who want you to murder your babies uh, in, in the womb of their mothers, these people who uh, are, are demonically and satanically inspired the forces of darkness will march all over the earth if good men do nothing I and mean, that's that's just amen to that to now it. let me give you an example where we've stood up in many situations that have won ladies and gentlemen let's highlight our victories okay we know that we win in the end because we're on god's side let's be very clear if the lord chooses uh, us to be casualties along the way and bear that cross then we will but what our efforts are for what our free speech what our uh, educational opportunities relate to is helping people understand that it's about God, family, and country, and we want to do so peacefully. We follow the Prince of Peace, even Jesus Christ, okay? And we have every right. The whole country was founded upon and built upon this idea that we could worship how, where, or what we may. That's exactly what we will do. We will speak out nobly, boldly, independently, as long as we possibly can, uh, and we will not be intimidated. We will not shut down. But when Richard Mack was told, you will take the guns away from everybody and back to Brady Bill, uh, Richard Mack said, no, I won't. And Bill Clinton said, I'll arrest you, Sheriff. Shut up and sit down. You're goofy. Uh, Richard Mack said, I don't think so. And they went all the way to court, and Sheriff Mack never got arrested, and Bill Clinton got shut down, and Sheriff Mack won. All right, now that's one example. Let me give you another example that just happened now. So we've been working, as you know, with True the Vote. Uh, we're on the inside uh, with them. Uh, the CSPOA, uh, which I'm the vice president of operations of, we've been uh, literally working with them. We had a press conference uh, in June, no, July, um, to highlight that the CSPOA is backing and encouraging all sheriffs, all 3,000-plus sheriffs across the land to investigate election fraud. And the mainstream press mocked us, and the New York Times harassed us. I had to sue that New York Times reporter. She literally was harassing us, running around, following us everywhere, by the way. Literal harassment that I can document on camera, just so you know. But anyway, I digress. Uh, we had this press conference. We've been standing up for it. And we, uh, CSPOA, myself, Richard Mack, True the Vote, Catherine Engelbrecht, uh, and Greg Phillips and others have been mocked relentlessly. And the New York Times even came out with an article on Monday, I think it was, where they mocked us and said, oh, man, these guys are claiming that uh, all the vote election data is on Chinese servers. And they mocked us and said, these guys are conspiracy yahoos from whatever. The very next day, literally one day later, the New York Times had to eat crow because we made claims that turned out to be factual. Well, now we have even more evidence to back our claims. So I went to the uh, Arizona event with Catherine and Greg where they documented all the evidence they had because here's what happened. Catherine and Greg discovered all this election problems, Okay, uh, all the vote information being held on Chinese servers and the whole gamut of election fraud how it was being done, their information was documented in 2,000 mules, which got mocked, but now, um, hey, <laughs> the truth comes out on that too. Um, but here's the deal. I went to this event with Greg and Catherine in Phoenix. I was there. I was one of the 150, 200 uh, new media taking the center stage people that were there. And what Greg and Catherine documented is, look, we tried to go to the FBI with this. 
The FBI pretended they were on our side, pretended they were chagrined and concerned like we were, uh, shocked. And then it turned out the FBI turned on Catherine and Greg and then tried to claim Catherine and Greg were guilty of illegal activity. So Catherine and Greg shut down their communication with the FBI and came to we the people, we the media. Okay? And we got all the intel. And so when the New York Times released that article, I highlighted it and mocked them for their dishonesty. A day later, I was proven right, and they were proven wrong. All right, well, now, listen up. Now, L.A. prosecutors, I kid you not, L.A. prosecutors, China had backdoor access to U.S. election data. The article, they say, this is probably the largest data Breach in United States history. Where do you get this? Artmore, WND.com. The group we've been telling you is solid news reporters forever. They've been attacked and maligned. They keep fighting as we will also. But listen to the details of this, and then we'll have James comment on this. Los Angeles County Prosecutor, Eric Neff, N-E-F-F, Eric Neff, said Chinese contractors working for a Michigan-based software company called Connex, had direct control over U.S. election data through an app for poll workers called Poll Chief. Now, that's exactly what Greg and Catherine discovered. Couldn't deliver it to the FBI because they wouldn't hear of it. They turned against them. Couldn't deliver it through the mainstream press because the mainstream press is convinced there's no election fraud. Well, we know now they're controlled by the FBI, the CIA, and the Justice Department, right? Uh, but we, the people, we, the media, we basically took this on, got the information, and reported it, and they mocked us. But now the prosecutor describing the volume of data in the breach as astounding was commenting on the criminal case against Eugene Yu the Chinese operative, and the CEO of Connick for allegedly storing Los Angeles election worker data on servers based in the communist nation of China and accessible to the communist Chinese party. Um, let me give you one more tidbit on this. The complaint issued by the L.A. District Attorney's Office cited as evidence a message from a Connick project manager through a Chinese-owned messaging app that claimed any employee for Chinese contractors working on Pulte software had super administration privileges for all Pulte clients. The security breach through the Connick software, ladies and gentlemen, was discovered by Election Integrity Group, True the Vote. Later, after working on a counterintelligence operation, Engelbrecht and Phillips said the FBI turned against them, so they went to we the people in the media. I have been part of that from the inside. Connick is closely tied also to another Chinese election software firm. It's called Genua. J-I-N. H-U-A, I think it's called Genua, Hunzing Technology, as evidenced by patent transfers, employee profiles, 
and domain registrations. Ladies and gentlemen, we have caught them red-handed. Truth of Oats, investigation of ballot trafficking, was featured in the film 2,000 Mules. They claim we're lying. They claim there's no evidence. What more do you want than arrest of this communist Chinese operative in the United States? And what more do you want than email or, you know, messages on these apps documenting that they have access to all of the United States polling data? So now, if L.A. County is infected with this Chinese Communist Party in bed with the FBI, attacking our elections, ladies and gentlemen, as they lie and claim no election fraud, we re-issue our clarion call for an investigation of election fraud in all 3,081-plus counties in the United States. James, there you have the whole story. I've been involved in it from the beginning. I knew about the FBI's betrayal of Greg and Catherine. I knew about all of it before it came out, and they mocked us relentlessly. And now the truth is admitted by L.A. County prosecutors. Where do we go from here, James? Yeah, Sam, that was a fantastic bit of commentary from you, and I think that this just further illustrates everything that we're talking about this morning. Uh, first of all, you know, forget all of this stuff, this uh, the, the endless hoaxes about Russia having all of this influence over our elections. I mean, uh, this is sort of a little misdirection. It's not this one, but here's the true culprits over here. The, the, they should have been this whole time looking at the Chinese. But uh, this is another example, though, of, hey, you will not make mention of the fact that you believe that there is election fraud. If you do, and, and we've seen this with, uh, I mean, they're suing a lot of people for that. Rudy Giuliani, all of these people who, uh, Mike yeah, Lindell. I mean, sued. Mike Lindell, everybody, yep. See, I mean, all they do, what did Mike Lindell do? What did Mike Lindell do? He said, I believe that there is election fraud here. We need to get it. To, you know, he, he I, I know he, I guess he, somehow the uh, manufacturer of the machines that were counting the ballots in some of these states, you know, got uh, upset. So they're suing him for what, like a trillion dollars? I can't, even, I think it was even more than Alex Jones and, and Sydney uh, yeah, Powell and, and all Powell of these people. Yeah, same thing. All of these people here, see, this but is another example. But what about these example. lawsuits in relation to now Connex and these Chinese servers and these Poll Chief software? I don't know if you know, but Connex has a suite of tools, not just Poll Chief. They have fast ballot counting software, too. Yeah, you've got these lawsuits. You've got the other lawsuits uh, that, that are coming because people had a difference of opinion on whether or not that election was fraudulent or not. And, you know, they've even gone so far now, Sam, is you know how what a negative stigma the term Holocaust denier has, you know, boy, you don't want to be one of those. And uh, that's uh, really, I think, one of the uh, claims that people most want to, to, to dodge. I think it, it even it takes it to another level than, uh, you know, racist, white supremacist, Holocaust denier is just one of those things. Well, yeah, so, so to, to, to tie in on that is they're calling all of these people election deniers. You know, you don't want to be a denier, you know, election denier, Holocaust denier kind of puts puts you in that mindset that all of these people must be very, very bad uh, to be doing that. And uh, But the people who are making the most noise are, of course, getting sued. So now you can't say there's more than two genders. You can't say that, that, that the election was fraud. You can't say Jews have control of Hollywood or that um, George Floyd might not have died from 
the knee to the neck, if that's even where it was at all. And Alex Jones, Sandy Hook. I mean, how many more examples do you need, ladies and gentlemen? The, the point is, you better not talk at all. That's really what they want. But I hope something, and I know you've been so heavily involved with this and the work uh, that uh, CSPOA has had in this. And, of course, you and Mac and some of your other associates has just been uh, – Really inspiring to see you go out and 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 be a David, you know, to go back to that uh, little vignette uh, production uh, to to be a David and to go out there and, and and stare down this Goliath. I hope something favorable will come from this, but this really is, and this is as you said. I think this some of these news articles just came out this week, right? Uh, with what you're talking about right here. So yeah, this week and last week. Now let me make one more hope. point about this where I have some excitement, and I mentioned those who stand up have integrity, and I appreciate Alec Jones saying he's going to appeal and he's going to stay on the air. I commend him and hope that he does. Uh, we're going to stay on the air to the best of our ability as well, ladies and gentlemen. We may need to come to you for help, though. I just don't know. But, but I'm telling you, we're going to do our very best to remain true to our God-given, God-ordained mission. Uh, but True the Vote doing the same thing now. Connex, this Chinese firm, sued True the Vote before this in an effort to get them to stop. Well, they're not backing down either. They're continuing. Well, here's the good news. You remember how Ammon Bundy went to jail for two years, and he went into court, and he uh, eventually um, they canceled all of the cases. He's guilty of nothing, and it turns out the FBI was guilty of, of withholding exculpatory evidence and lying and all this stuff, and they got caught, right? Well, the reason the judge shut down that case was not because of the bad acting of the FBI. That's the excuse. But the real reason they shut it down is because um, – Ammon Bundy was putting more and more and more information on the record, documenting FBI assets, documenting exactly how they operate, et cetera, et cetera. Every time they sue one of us, James, it gives us a chance to put more on the record, documenting the criminality of our government. I think so there is something Connex, to that. When and Connex sues True the Vote, let True the Vote drag it all out into the public, baby. And that's what we yeah, will do Yeah, I mean, if well, you've got to go through if you've got to go through it, uh, there is some value in making the system, making the enemies spend their ordinance. I mean, so what I mean by ordinance is they've got a considerable amount of uh, weaponry at their disposal, but the more people they have to expend it on, uh, the, the weaker I think in some ways that they become. I mean, they can take out one person here, one person there, uh, but... You know, it would be interesting if they had to fight you know, a thousand such suits or, or, or have people really taking the, the fight to them as we tried to do. Now, that, 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 that's something. Uh, and just making them call everybody in America an anti-Semite. Everybody in America who has a difference of opinion is, a, is an anti-Semite or a white supremacist or um, whatever it is. Or a black I mean, supremacist, you, you, for heck's You don't sakes. like that. You don't want that, for, yeah, you don't want that for, for people. But the more people they have to do it to, I think the more... Uh, the the sting loses its potency. So yes, I mean there there can be some good even in fighting uh, an effort that doesn't produ produce the immediate results that you would like, winning a case in court or or uh, you know having the truth uh, be able to be told without repercussions. But uh, listen, it, it's it's going to take more people uh, putting uh, putting themselves out there. And there always there's always good in fighting evil, ladies and gentlemen. Understand hey, that principle. Hey, that's There's a great always good in fighting evil. And that's what we will do. And we want to encourage people to remain peaceful, 
Don't go riot in the streets. Don't get all crazy. That's what they want you to do. They want you to misstep so that they can then attack you and have justification for it, okay? Don't fall for those Hegelian dialectic lies. Remain peaceful. Stand for what is right. Do that which is right and peaceful and honorable. Obey God's laws. Trust in God Almighty. Do your best to stand for for God. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. Do your best to stand for God, family, and country. That's what we need to spend our time doing, James. And we on the radio commit to you. We will do our very best to remain true to that sacred honor and mission. James? I couldn't agree more, and that's what you've been doing for 25-plus years. I've been doing it for at least my entire adult life, as long as I could, 18 years. And we'll continue to do it for uh, whatever good that it does. When I got into all of this, of course, as a young man, you think you're going to single-handedly change the world, and you get beat down a little bit. And and then uh, you say, well, uh, we'll do our duty. And uh, that's that's uh, that's certainly uh, our charge on this earth until we return uh, to the kingdom of heaven is, is to do our duty and to stand for the principles and, and, and uh, that you just mentioned. Uh, and there's also some value in tending to your sheep, uh, as any good shepherd would do. For anybody who cares enough to listen to what I have to say on my program and support me, I deserve to give them my very best, as you has, uh, have always done, Sam. And, of course, you have inspired my work so much by your example. Uh, but I, I don't think that victory uh, is, or, or rather, I don't think that defeat is inevitable. I, I do think that our people can win. Uh, but you have to <laughs> you have to engage in the in the struggle in order to emerge uh, victorious. But uh, that's what we're trying the to do. The epic battle, and ladies and gentlemen, let's be very clear. Can. They want to attack the Christians. The epic battle is over agency versus tyranny. Do you want the freedom to live your life and choose as you think best? Do you want the freedom to think and believe as you choose? Or do you want the government to dictate all that to you? It's the same war in heaven continued on earth. Okay, there was a war in heaven. Satan and his angels was cast down because they wanted to you know, loft themselves above God and take away choice. It's all over agency and your freedom to choose. Do you want religious liberty? If you want religious liberty, you better be willing to stand in the gap to protect and preserve it, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't, you will lose it. I promise you that. So you can sit on the sidelines and say, yeah, Sam, go ahead and take the heat. I'm right behind you. Then I look in my rearview mirror and nobody's there. You can do that kind of thing. But you will lose your liberty, you will lose your religious freedom, you will lose your agency if you do. It's time to stand, my fellow Americans. The culture war has increased to epic levels. And we, the people, will stand for God, family, and country peacefully, if at all possible, because we follow the Prince of Peace. James, 10 seconds, final words yours, sir. Two hours already up already. Uh, Sam, it's always my honor. I salute you, brother. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Uh, Everybody else, support this man, libertyroundtable.com. Put a little little coin into the widow's mites purse as I did just a couple of days ago. God bless you, Sam. Thank you. Libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net. Spread the word, share the love, and we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. 
All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October the 19th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two and our goal always, to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers, using the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America. Uh, we believe the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers. What are the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips? And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Yesterday, Liberty Roundtable Live on a simulcast with Brady on TV's The Sheriff Mac Show. So on radio and TV, we had Lewis County, New York Sheriff Michael Carpinelli with us. Uh, he did a phenomenal job. We discussed the general role of sheriffs in regards to elections. It's not the same in every state. It's different, so the election laws are different. The role of sheriffs, ladies and gentlemen, is chief, election, or chief enforcement officers. They need to protect chain of custody of ballots, ladies and gentlemen. And the role of sheriff with relation to poll watchers, yes, sheriffs can be involved to stop poll watchers from being, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Obstructed. Yeah. The sheriff can help with that, and his deputies can help make sure that people have access uh, to um, be vote poll watchers. Um, you know what? The Department of Justice plans to show up at several counties on Election Day. They want to oversee the election process. That's no role for the general government folks at all. There's no authority whatsoever. Your sheriffs should absolutely kick those people out. Since the posse is the power of the county, Sheriffs can bring in the the posses to help with security and accountability. Sheriffs can indeed deputize poll watchers if they choose. And if feds are operating outside the law, they can escort them out of their voting precincts and jurisdictions. Yes, indeed, sheriffs can appoint people, posses, deputies, whoever they want to. Uh, Anyway, bottom line is we had a great time with Sheriff Carpinelli. That was hour one. Hour two... Uh, we talked about a lot of things relating to the denial of free speech. That is the conversation today. James Edwards with me, thepoliticalcesspool.org, well-known talk show host, author, and more in his own right. Uh, live on Saturday nights, thepoliticalcesspool.org, or on demand anytime that works with your schedule. James, welcome back, sir. Sam, when you called me yesterday and told me what you had in mind to talk about, I couldn't get here quickly enough. I I want you, look, if we're talking about freedom of speech or the lack thereof, council culture uh, as applied to those who step out of bounds with the system narrative, I want you to put a saddle on my back and ride me all the way to the house. If we're looking at this through the prism or through the lens of the recent News concerning Alex Jones and Kanye West. I've got an hour ready to go of commentary on each of those topics. We're going to do it all, ladies and gentlemen, but I want to alter James's lens slightly. And let me explain what I mean. We're going to talk about Kanye West. We're going to talk about uh, Alex Jones. But we're also going to talk about James Edwards' case as well. Because believe it or not, they attacked James Edwards before even these other supposed big stars. Uh, and they set the narrative using James as kind of the guinea pig as they changed court case precedent. And what I really want to do is I want to look at this through the lens of your government has absolutely gone rogue. 
Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yes, there's a lot of good people in the FBI. Yes, there's a lot of good people in the Justice Department. Yes, there's even good people in the CIA. Yes, there's good people in all levels of government. But you know what? From the top, it is rotten to the core. They have turned enemy of the people. They have turned absolutely deep state, thuggish, corrupt, to the point of, I'm afraid, no return. And I, and I want to look through that lens, ladies and gentlemen, as we discuss these cases. So yesterday, uh, we talked about how Kanye West, or Yee, says that fentanyl killed George Floyd. Yeah, fentanyl. Not this Chauvin guy or Chopin guy or whatever. Uh, on his neck, that wasn't the death. Well, the family's going ballistic over that. Now, there's also a conservative radio battle gla- battleground blitz going on right now. I don't know if you've heard of it. But believe it or not, the conservative personalities... Eric Menezaz, Sebastian Gorka, and Charlie Kirk, along with Dennis Prager and others, have now used their, quote, nationally syndicated radio shows to discuss, quote, rigged voting machines, highlight election officials involved in corruption, and to espouse ballot fraud realities. Now, you look at Kanye West, you look at this radio blitz, you look at Salem, who's telling the truth on election fraud, now they say the three men are joining live speaking tours that'll take them across Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, and other battleground states to promote Republican candidates. Salem Radio Radio Group is at the helm of it all, funding the operation. And in 2006, Salem bought Town Hall and has been really growing big time. Now Salem literally backs folks. The 2000 Mules video highlighting election fraud and more. Uh, And so now the uh, enemies in the deep state are out. The rogue agents with the, quote, badge of government is literally attacking all of us. Okay, it started with James Edwards in a more hostile way. Uh, It covers election fraud. It covers vaccine issues or, um, you know, COVID issues. Uh, It covers abortion issues. Uh, It covers free speech issues. Uh, I could go on and on and on of what it covers. But the bottom line is they are after the Christians. I was first to tell everybody the Christians were the ones in the crosshairs. Everybody kind of thought I was a little bit off my rock, but now they're kind of going, okay, good point, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, newly released documentary footage shows Nancy Pelosi threatening to punch Donald Trump as the Stop the Steal rally was underway. Now, Pelosi's daughter, Alexandra, filmed her. And uh, the problem is that she says this, hey, I hope he comes. I'm going to punch him out. I'm going to go to jail and I'm going to be happy, says Pelosi. So, folks, while the Justice Department is rep- uh, recommending six months for Steve Bannon, while all kinds of people go to jail, Ammon Bundy, I could go on and on and on, Dinesh D'Souza, everybody's going to jail that's conservative. Or they're just getting shot if you're Vicki Weaver with a baby in your arms. Or if you're um, Ashley Babbitt, you know, trying to stop the thugs from pretending it's Trump supporters, uh, then you just die. So either they die, they deplatform you, they attack your finances. Okay, it's going on and on and on and on. So while the new report comes out from Ghislaine Maxwell, where she documents how great of a friend Bill Clinton was 
and how he lied and he was on the Lolito airplane with Jeffrey Epstein and over at the Porn Island or whatever you want to call this thing, Pervert Island, uh, over 26 times documents Fox. While Bill Clinton lies about that, while he's accused of rape, nobody does anything. But, of course, if Donald Trump charges more for his hotel rooms than the government, quote, mandated rate, the liberals riot. They say, yeah, he charged the Secret Service more for hotel property, hotel rooms than he should have. They're supposed to be government rates, and Donald didn't want to honor them. And that's the attack on the Donald. Now, they also want to indict Donald. They want to have Donald come and testify under force of penalty of, what, perjury and everything else. Donald says, I'll testify, but only if it's live TV. Well, they're coming for us all. And I, and I know I've kind of cast a wide net, but they're only coming for the Christians and the conservatives. The liberals are fine. If you want to stand out in front of an abortion clinic and stop people, you know, and talk to people before they go in to hopefully help save their baby, and you're in your 80s or 70s, you're literally a terrorist, says the Justice Department. If you, on the other hand, firebomb a pro-life organization, you're fine. If you say we need to take America back, you're a terrorist if you're a conservative Christian. Uh, but if you want to go ahead and create a, an eked-out city in the middle of a city and occupy and call it Chaz, no problem. You want to stand up and say we want Congress to look into election fraud, you're a terrorist. Uh, you want to go ahead and, and, and destroy everything we hold dear, like Nancy Pelosi, and threaten to punch people out? No problem. See, folks, the disparity is beyond imagination. So we're going to dig into this, and let's start with Kanye West before we even get to Alex Jones. Kanye is going to buy Parler because he's sick of it. He's going to get his own media. The latest thing for billionaires to do is buy their own social media service, ladies and gentlemen. We can't afford one of those, so we just stay on your radio, see? Uh, but Kanye is going to buy Parler. Well, anyway, Kanye has been making some bold statements. Uh, and some would say anti-Semitic. I'm going to challenge that. I think he has every right to what he wants to say, whether it's anti-Semitic or not. This is America, not China. Uh, and he should be able to say what he wants to say. So I back his right to say it, whether I agree with him or not. Right? That's one thing you got to understand about America, ladies and gentlemen. You better back people's right to say and think and believe what they want to. Or later it'll be your ox gourd, your turn. Okay, so I don't know that I agree with uh, Yi on everything, but I do know he has every right to say it, or at least he should. Well, not anymore in tyrannical America where the thugs have taken over. Not anymore where rogue agents and government are out of control in bed with your mainstream press to deceive and lie. Okay? But now Roxy Washington, that's the mother of George Floyd's only daughter. Her name is, what is it? Um, Jonna, I think is how you say it. Well, now they're going to hire a team of lawyers to sue Kanye West for $250 million, a quarter of a billion dollars. What for, you might ask? Well, let's see here. A team of lawyers to go after Yee and his business and his business partners and his associates for harassment, misappropriation, defamation, and infliction of emotional distress. 
quarter of a billion dollars. We'll talk about it with James Edwards in seconds. Do you seconds. treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. talking about ye or kanye west because it's the most egregious in your face example right now then we're going to back up and we want to talk about alex jones too but we got to talk about james edwards before we talk about alex jones so let's talk about the immediate case before us then let's back up and kind of rewind the discussion uh to how this kind of came about ladies and gentlemen if you will but roxy washington uh the mother of the daughter of george floyd literally suing ye for $250 million, quarter of a billion dollars, because why? Well, the same reason J.P. Morgan Chase just closed ye's bank accounts in wake of politically incorrect comments. They're saying, hey, you can't say that he died from fentanyl. Uh, the, uh, you know, experts are saying he died because, uh, you know, Chopin or whatever was on his neck. Uh, but the truth is, it's debatable. The truth is, we don't really know. We've never been getting, so ye, regardless of the truth, is entitled to his own opinion. But you can't express your own opinion now. James? So much to say about these <clears throat> dueling instances uh, that are overlapping right now between Alex Jones and Kanye West. And uh, I'd like to uh, hold forth on both of them. But yes, as you mentioned, let's start with with Kanye West, first of all, with regard to the law, and this is as cut and dried as it can possibly be. As I don't know if your audience is aware get. of this. I wasn't aware of this until this week. As it used to get, yes. Uh, but here's the situation. Now, anybody who can 
get a process server to deliver a lawsuit can, quote unquote, sue you. I can sue you for any reason whatsoever as long as I can get somebody to deliver it and then somebody, you know, your lawyer will have to answer it and take it to court. But this is something that should absolutely, the situation you were talking about with regard to George Floyd's family bringing a defamation suit against Kanye West by the letter of the law, by the spirit of the law, by any interpretation of the law you could possibly have, this should be thrown out immediately as it is delivered, and then Kanye West should countersue them for wasting the court's time. Here is the law. I am going to read it. It is in black and white, no pun intended. Who can sue with regards to libel, defamation, slander? Any living individual can sue for defamation. The dead cannot. Furthermore, an estate or relatives of a deceased person cannot sue for libel over defamatory statements made about the deceased person. That is it. That is all there is to it. They legally cannot bring this case. Now, whether or not the court will choose to obey the law is an entirely different thing. That is what you were mentioning with regards to my case, which has been covered. And, and, and that's and, why and, uh, I'm starting dissected. here, and that's why we'll back into your case for guidance, sir. Well, this is the thing, and my case has been talked about on this show probably a dozen times over the, the course of the last several years, and it's been thoroughly dissected and and, uh, you know, I don't want to go back into all of that. But the, the fact of the matter was, in my case, the media was really on to the fact that I and Sam Bushman, people like us, were supporting Donald Trump in the early goings of 2016. It even got to the point where we were receiving press credentials from the Trump campaign. Obviously, Donald Trump Jr. appeared on Sam's program, the Liberty Roundtable, as many Trump surrogates. But in the, the Donald Trump Jr. interview, I actually had the opportunity to participate in that. Uh, and that's also been real documented. Well, anyway, as a result of all of that, one intrepid writer for the Detroit News wrote that uh, he was so upset, you know, and he, uh, they, the, the normal barbs of calling someone a racist or a white supremacist or a neo-Nazi or whatever was starting to fall on deaf ears. So this intrepid journalist decided to up the ante and call me a, the leader of the Ku Klux Klan. Now, the textbook legal definition, I just read you the legal definition, the legal guidance that the guidelines about who can sue for defamation this should be dead on arrival uh and my case should have been a slam dunk because the letter of the law on that stated that the textbook definition of what constitutes a defamatory statement is to allege that someone is even a member of the ku klux klan when there is no record evidence to suggest that they are or have been much less a leader which is what i was alleged of being so that was a slam dunk can't lose case not only did we lose it, I mean, they just completely, as Sam said, it rewrote case precedent in the state of Michigan where the court, uh, where the lawsuit was filed because this was written in a Detroit uh, newspaper. And they said, well, yes, that is what the law says, but we will judge uh, Aesop's fables says we must judge James Edwards by the company he keeps. And they went through 18 years of my broadcast and picked out the people they didn't like the most and said, well, see, he's interviewed and this guess guy. What so company, guess what company he keeps? Yeah, well, there you go. Well, and he keeps he no, no. had kept their company. I mean, I don't know at what at yeah, what but point. No, no, but this no. is the, the point is no, no, no. He keeps Donald's company. Uh, okay. Ah, well, wow. there is that common denominator, is there not? And the common denominator with this is they completely rewrote the law there, and they can rewrite the law here. I mean, hey, the law is only as good as the people who enforce it. If the officers of the court and judges disregard the law, 
What are you going to do about it? I mean, that's the thing. What are you going to do about it if you have a reckless and irresponsible judiciary, which <laughs> obviously we've got? But I think the big takeaway here with Kanye West is, and I, I hope that this this lawsuit that they're planning is is dismissed. But you know, anything goes now. We are so criminally corrupt uh, in this country. Our our leadership is that uh, you know I, it's fifty fifty. Yeah, he, he may look. God, look what happened with Alex Jones. We'll get to that in a minute. But I, I think the, the situation with Kanye West is very interesting because here you have he's not just some, some poor little truth teller on the Widow's Might radio network like we are. This is a billionaire music mogul. He's not just a mega celebrity, a multimillionaire. He is a billionaire mogul. And yeah, when you see things like this though. happening. He has more than a billion dollars. He's in the two, three see, billion range. Can claim. you imagine? Even can you imagine? And when I think the lesson is. Do you think the message is being heard now? Now, this is a guy that is in all kinds of trouble. Now, this is a black guy who said that white lives matter. And he was unafraid to give his opinion on Jewish power and influence. And I'd like to talk about that in just a moment. Oh, we will. And if you, we'll want, to, and if you want to know, I, I think this, is, this makes it crystal clear, Sam. If you want to know why it seems in our society as if every politician Every media personality and every celebrity parrots and regurgitates the establishment narrative on any given issue. Here you go. Exhibit A, Kanye West. This is it. They don't want that to happen to them. It's pretty easy to understand. If they can bring down a guy like Kanye West, if they can deplatform him from social media, if they can take away his bank, this is a multi-billionaire, they're taking away his bank accounts for God's sake. You don't think they can do that to anyone? They did that to the sitting president of the United States, Donald Trump. He was still in office when he was kicked off Twitter and lost his bank accounts. The sitting president, a billionaire in his own right, losing his bank account. If it could happen to the president of the United States, if it could happen to Kanye West, it can and it will happen to anyone. And boy, I am telling you, now is the time to close ranks. Now is the time to close ranks. People have got to do something about this. Well, and there you go. And let's back this into uh, <clears throat> several things. So James Edwards, in my opinion, was the first one to really get hit. You can say, Sam, come on, this has been going on for a long time. Yes, they've been singling out leaders of the media for a long time. That's all true. Okay, I remember when Michael uh, uh, Savage uh, was uh, barred from going to Europe, for instance. Okay, so they've been doing this for a while. But this really kicked off, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, right about the time a little after I got into radio. And Bill Clinton uh, was running for office, and we, the conservatives, were taking him on like nobody's business. We were telling the truth about his scandals, about his uh, involvement in drug dealing in Arkansas, about his involvement with Jeffrey Epstein and crew, which now all that's coming to light. But we told you about it first years and years ago uh, before the 96 election. All right. And what Bill Clinton did with one word was... He wrote, uh, or they wrote a headline relating to what he said. He said this, hate radio is causing all these problems in America. And radio took a huge hit for it at the time. Listenership fell. Uh, funding started to dry up. It was a very tough time. And that was right when I was starting to get into the radio business. Okay, I was getting in in 93, 94 kind of range and stuff like that. But all I'm telling you is by the time I was buying a radio station in 96, literally. Uh, anyway, to make a long story short, they, you know, Bill Clinton blamed it on hate radio. 
And then we started to dig as conservatives because we said, you know what? Wow, how can he just attack radio like that and call it hate radio? And that's where we kind of discovered the Southern Poverty Law Center's lies, dishonesty, and attacks. That's where we discovered that Bill Clinton called upon uh, attack on hate radio. That's when I was involved in working for Chuck Harder at the time, who ran a radio network that eventually got sold to the United Auto Workers. Uh, and there was a big old lawsuit and a meltdown there where Hillary Clinton and others with the United Auto Workers literally shut down a whole radio network. Uh, Pat Choate and others were fighting on our side of the discussion. I had him on the radio all the time discussing this meltdown. Well, that was the early days of this attack on free speech. But it all really started with Operation, uh, what's it called, Mockingbird? Yeah, they've been at this since the 60s and 70s, but they're now launching to the next level. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Senior administration officials said Tuesday that President Biden is releasing 15 million more barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve in a move aimed at cutting high energy and gas prices. Roughly 400 million barrels are remaining when President Trump refilled the reserves. That was back when America was energy independent. California man Paul Flores was convicted Tuesday of killing Kristen Stewart, a college student who disappeared in 1996, and body was never found. His father was found not guilty for helping his son after the murder. Paul was found guilty by a jury in Monterey County of first-degree murder and faces 25 years to life. The Smart family speaks out after the verdict. Without Kristen, there is no joy or happiness in this verdict. After 26 years with today's split verdicts, we learned that our quest for justice for Kristen will continue. This has been an agonizingly long journey with more downs than ups, but we are grateful and appreciate the diligence and energy of the two juries to thoroughly review the facts and reach their decisions. With a large portion of Americans not happy how elected officials get into office, a voter registration error in Arizona caused up to 6,000 Arizona voters to get a mail-in ballot with only federal races. That announcement was made by Secretary of State Katie Hobbs. Hobbs, who is the Democrat nominee for governor, said in a statement that affected voters will receive the correct ballot shortly. A Washington, D.C. jury on Tuesday acquitted Igor Deschenko, a think tank analyst accused of lying to the FBI, on charges brought up by special counsel John Durham. For more information, visit us online at usaradio.com. USA Radio News. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. 
Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Operation Mockingbird began in the 50s but was exposed in the late 60s, early 70s as government CIA controlling the media. They lied uh, when it kind of came out, said it wasn't existing. Finally, there was evidence that it existed, but then they said they disbanded and buried the program. Literally, ladies and gentlemen, now more than 50 years later, you find out not only is it going on, it's going on en masse. New court cases now show that the FBI and the Justice Department in bed with the CIA literally are manipulating elections. The greatest evidence we have of election fraud to date, in my opinion, is the FBI literally suppressed stories relating to Joe and Hunter Biden regarding their criminal international business dealings. They tried to claim Joe didn't know. They tried to claim everything, but now the dots have been connected and Joe's as guilty as sin. But, of course, they buried that story. The FBI, the CIA, the Justice Department literally got in bed with the media and pushed and forced the media to not report and to debunk and to mock those who were reporting on these stories. While at the same time, they were promoting lies about Donald Trump and using the media to do their bidding uh, on the Donald Trump lies. Okay, that's election fraud, folks. Pure and simple election fraud. Well, court cases have now caught the FBI about this. So the reason I tell you about this is what we're seeing, in my opinion, is escalation by your rogue agents in government. First, it was Operation Mockingbird. Then it was, no, we got caught and it's not happening. Then it was, oh, man, back in 96, hate radio caused it. Oh, by golly, horrible. And radio took a hit. And then now we go more and more and more. The latest iteration of their escalation of the violation of your First Amendment rights, all five of your First Amendment guarantees violated, uh, and that is when they attacked James Edwards. They literally said he was a leader and a member of the KKK. Both were blatantly false. James Edwards sued. In court, they were documented absolutely false, but it didn't matter. They went forward and said, based on Aesop's fables, the company you keep, man, guilty, James. You lose, they win. All right? But now you're seeing it as we continue with Kanye West, the latest example. They want to sue him for a quarter of a billion dollars. For what? For expressing his opinion that fentanyl killed Floyd. That's an opinion to which he's entitled. But no, they're going to sue. Well, now you go to the Alex Jones case. And Alex Jones said, hey, uh, the Sandy Hook uh, shooting is a hoax. It's bogus. Now, later in court, he's recanted and said it's real. Well, again, their claim is that they've been defamed and attacked and, and, and harassed, but not really by Alex, but by Alex's leadership on the radio and what he says encouraged others to act hostily towards the Sandy Hook victims, families, etc. And therefore now, hey, Alex Jones owes a billion dollars. So it's not even Alex Jones um, that's doing the harassing of many of these people. It's so-called downstream listeners from Alex Jones. It's not even responsible for his own actions. It's that others are taking action based on Jones's free speech. James? All right. I Again, do we do we want to go to Alex now? Do we want to stay on Kanye? Because I still got a lot on both that I think needs yeah, to be fleshed out. Yeah, let's tie Alex into this, and then, and then your comments that relate to both will apply to both. And then I've got more because it's getting even worse. Well, my first reaction, of course, to the Alex Jones uh, 
judgment was this is a runaway jury on steroids it reminded me of uh, the scene in austin powers you know austin powers he was sort of the spoof on james bond played by mike myers in the late 90s and he also played dr evil he played the hero and the villain in those comedies and dr evil was sort of an amalgamation of all of the james bond yeah, villains by who shagged me or whatever and yeah 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 right? well they, you know so dr evil yeah, that, in the that's movie, going on uh, right now with these with these um Chinese female uh, chicks that are sleeping with all of our congressmen and senators and everybody else, right? <laughs> so the spy who shagged me is real, just so you know. Well, uh, it, 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 truth is stranger than fiction, or maybe it's the other way around. But uh, anyway, uh, in the movie, uh, Dr. Evil is cryogenically frozen in the 60s, in the 1960s. And then he gets thawed out in the 90s, and he wants to hold the world ransom. He's going to blow up the world unless they give him one million dollars and everybody laughs and says you know that's not a lot of money anymore and then he gets kind of nervous and looks around he says one hundred billion dollars you know just something off the top of his head that that is exactly the scene that i came to my mind when i heard the verdict in the alex jones case um the journalist the establishment journalist you know the respectable journalist sam said this is an historic blow against alex jones's lies alex jones must pay for lying about sandy hook well first of all you know was it a lie if that was his opinion if i am misinformed about something if i tell you wrong if i say sam to get to my house you need to take a uh, a right on this street and then a left uh, and, and then you do that and i actually had told you wrong but i thought i was telling you right is that a lie was i intentionally lying i mean whether i was or i wasn't and whether he was or he wasn't again going back to what the law is versus what any rogue renegade court insists that it is actually, Alex Jones committed no crime. He didn't even commit a tort. All of this, everything he said, was constitutionally protected free speech according to the First Amendment. What you have here, of course, is lawfare. If you can't beat people in the legislature or in the executive branch, you're going to go to the courts. So this is law being used as a weapon of warfare. And, and punishing someone who operates outside of the system narrative. I mean, obviously, the big takeaway here, with Kanye West and Alex Jones, I mean, these are very uh, different but overlapping circumstances, to chill free speech, to squash the thought of any person with a dissenting point of view. Uh, and again, that is exactly what the First Amendment was designed to protect. So now you have courts, Sam, that are absolutely terrorizing people into silence. This judge should have thrown this out the day it landed on his desk. Um, and I say that as somebody that's not totally in the tank for Alex Jones. You know, my gut instinct on Alex Jones when I first got into radio was that he is, was and perhaps is still uh, first and foremost a showman and an entertainer. I do agree mostly with a lot of the things that he says. Uh, he's on you know, some of the stations that carry my program and yours. I mean, he's obviously on more stations than we are, but you know, I, 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 I've never listened to a full show of his, but I've listened to enough clips and enough excerpts and read statements that you know, I agree mostly. But it, whether I agree or disagree, it doesn't change the fact. And the fact here is that civil courts, uh, regardless of how sincere Alex, Alex Jones is on any of the things he says, the civil courts are being used to suppress freedom of speech. He has a big audience, and now they're making an example out of him. Uh, this was a Stalinist show trial. He said Sandy Hook didn't happen. You know, he didn't say it a lot. He said this years ago, and not very often. I mean, it came up a couple of times. I mean, it wasn't something that he just talked about every day for years and years. Sandy Hook happened to, 
over a decade ago. Why now is this lawsuit being brought and in, 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 uh, judged on? Sandy Hook didn't happen. That was his opinion. A billion dollars? You're liable for a billion dollars? If, if I said, you know, Sam, there's a man on the moon, and I believe that there's a man on the moon, and you say, you know what, I'm offended by that. I don't think there is. You hurt my feelings, and uh, I'm going to sue you for a billion dollars. What's the difference? And they're saying $400 million well, and I'll, and in I'll attorney fees. the interesting fees. thing about the example you bring up. Believe it or not, in the 1800s, they really did believe, and science taught that men uh, lived on the moon and lived on the sun. They literally taught that as science uh, in the 1800s. I don't know if you know that, but that's the truth. No, I didn't, but I think I think it is an appropriate example. So uh, I said that it hurt your feelings. I mean, the facts are that you know it probably uh, it, it, there are not people on the moon. I was wrong about that. Was I lying to you? It's my opinion. I got the First Amendment here, a billion dollars. You know, so that's the judgment. And they they're saying four hundred million dollars in attorneys' fees. Now half a billion dollars in attorneys' fees uh, for the people who uh, went after Alex Jones. Those are the hardest working attorneys in the history of the world. I can tell you. Uh, and so. Uh, so here it is, and I think that the, uh, what we've got to be looking at here is, and this is what we were talking about on the phone, Sam, yesterday, you've got my case, you've got, um, which is obviously you know, peanuts compared to what we're talking about here with Alex Jones and Kanye West, but now, if they can go after these guys. Hold on, let me stop you there, though. When you say peanuts, maybe from a dollar point of view, I agree, but from a quintessential violation of, look, they defamed you, they um, you know, committed libel, slander, whatever you want to say. Uh, against you libels written slanders you know whatever verbal but the point that i'm getting at is your case is the most extreme case of all every one of these other cases are peanuts compared to yours the quintessential definition of saying you've libel or slandered someone was to call them a kkk member or leader when they are definitively provably not your case is the ultimate their cases don't even come close in terms of the facts involved and the defense that you should have had uh, but didn't get. Their cases don't hold a candle to yours. Maybe in dollars they do, but not in fundamental jurisprudence or law or court case precedents or reality or etc. They literally violated the quintessential definition of what all case law hung on relating to these, these discussions. James? Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's just no doubt about that. There was a just, uh, and I just had the opportunity to be um, one of the people in that. <laughs> it was <laughs> my local production of The Crucible, uh, and it just so happened to be me. But that, that there is no doubt that that was something that that made news. Hey, Cameron, because it did rewrite. Cameron, the, uh, skip the break. Rewrite the president. Keep going, James. No, I mean that's just it. I mean, so that was that was one example of where law just didn't matter, and now you're getting more and more about it, uh, more and more of it. This thing with uh, the billion dollar judgment, uh, Kanye West, and if this case is allowed to proceed. Uh, by the way, you know I didn't just lose in court. I had every piece of my attorney was absolutely brilliant, and he had case precedent after case precedent to back up our claim and obviously we had the restatement of torts giving you the textbook legal example of what constitutes uh, 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 libel and a defamatory statement it was all on our side and it got thrown out i mean it didn't even go to court sam the judge on the lower court level threw it out we appealed to the michigan court of appeals and it got thrown out again but they did issue a published judgment and opinion 
Uh, and that's where they did the Aesop's fables and all of that. But we never actually got to go to court like you saw with Alex Jones. There was a jury. There was a judge. We actually never even got to that point because they threw it out. Not only was it a slam dunk case that we should have won, we weren't even allowed to proceed to the playing field. Well, in other words, to me, and that's, so that's a what due I think process. is going to be very hold interesting. On, with hold on, that's a serious due process violation there, though. And you should oh, well, be able absolutely. to go, go back and, and say, sue and say you never had appropriate due process. You should go back after them over this, uh, and you should highlight uh, the realities of this case. But uh, you know, hey, it all takes money. None of us have it, except for Donald and Kanye. Well, and, 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 and some and, of these guys, right? <laughs> Well, they're going to have less. I mean, I mean, you know, hey, you, you want a billion dollar? You, you got an extra billion lying around? You know, um, say something out of line and we'll find out. So this is this is the example that's being made. But I didn't even get to go to court. Uh, and it, so that, that's why I think it's going to be very interesting to see. I had every right to go to court and win. I had a slam dunk winning case. And we didn't even get to proceed to that point. These people with George Floyd's family, the law says you can't even bring that case. Only the living can bring a, de a, a defamation suit. Not their heirs, not their wives, not their children. This should be thrown out immediately. If that is allowed to proceed, boy, oh, boy. I actually have something, though, with, with regards to Alex Jones uh, that I'd like to – this is a little unorthodox, Sam, if, if you don't mind. Uh, it's just one minute long, and it's something that I played on my program. If, if I could play it from this end, I think it's, it's pretty good. It's him reacting uh, to the uh, – Yep, to the, let her uh, rip judgment on steve bannon's show earlier this week let's see if i can get my volume uh, up enough to where y'all can hear it here we go tell our audience what is actually going on here and how could the settlement be that big i barely ever even talked about sandy hook once trump won they made it a huge issue that i'd covered and questioned sandy hook the judge found me guilty she had a show trial for five weeks i predicted a billion dollar verdict the plaintiff's lawyers asked for $8.25 billion, $8 billion, $250 million, and it's ridiculous. I personally, in my bank account, have a million and a half dollars. My company has less than a million dollars in it, barely enough to pay payroll. I've never claimed I've got all this money. They literally got up there and lied and told them I have hundreds of millions of dollars. And so it took them 20 minutes to read out the four different charges of over a billion dollars. The attorney's fees are 400 million they're claiming. And so this is a joke. It, it, it's like if I have three gallons of blood in my body or two gallons, they want 500 gallons. So it, it is a joke. So when I laughed about it during the live verdict, I wasn't laughing at the travesty of justice. I wasn't laughing at the tyranny. I was laughing at how ridiculous it is, is if I've got a thousand dollars in the bank and the court gives me a fine for a million dollars, I'm laughing because I don't have it. It's the same thing here. If I've got a million, three hundred thousand dollars in my personal bank account, I've got a lake house, I've got my regular house, I've got a couple of nice cars, you know, drive a Ford truck, I have a Hellcat Charger, uh, you know, I got like a Rolex my dad gave me. Uh, I'm not into money, I'm not into stuff. Nothing against money. Money's great, it makes you free. But I'm literally total assets because I'm, I'm in bankruptcy right now, and I'm also. All right, so he just that that was pretty much the entire clip, and uh, well. Look, I, I said before, I generally agree with the spirit of Alex Jones on most issues. I, I do think there is a little bit of showmanship and uh, you know, huckster uh, to him. I mean, for instance, he said of the people who went to defend the monument of Robert E. Lee in Virginia a few years ago that they were crisis, the people on my side uh, on that issue uh, to defend um, 
an historical monument that they were crisis actors, gays, Jews, employees of Hillary Clinton. So, yeah, I mean, this is a guy who talks out of his posterior sometimes and, and perhaps even sometimes in bad faith. But with regard to Sandy Hook or whatever, uh, it's not illegal. He was protected by the First Amendment. And uh, it's a message, uh, a miscarriage of justice that he be found liable for a billion dollars in damages for offering his opinion uh, on any given issue. So to Alex Jones, I say Godspeed. But your reaction, Sam, to hearing him talk about the ridiculousness of such a a billion dollars. I'm telling you right now, we're behind enemy lines, is all (laughs) I can tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's enemy lines. I'm behind them, and I'm taking the heat for every one of you. You know, that's kind of Alex Jones's motif, and, and I think uh, to some degree it's, it's laughable. Uh, it's entertainment. I concur with your point. At the same time, entertainment or not, he's entitled to his own God-given opinions. Uh, and I say God-given because, you know what? God influences us all. Satan influences us all. So maybe there's Satan-influenced opinions. Who knows? But either way, government needs to have rules against behavior, not thought. And this is the real line that has been crossed, ladies and gentlemen. Alex did nothing to the Sandy Hook victims or their families. Nothing. And what they're complaining about them. is he, that he, others, he hurt their feelings. He hurt their but, feelings. But he didn't, he no, he didn't hurt their feelings. They have the choice to let their feelings be hurt or not. So let's say Alex Jones calls me a blind thug. You know what? He, I can say he hurt my feelings, or I can say, you know what? I don't care what Alex Jones says. You know what? He can say what he thinks and feels. You know what? We hurt everybody every day if i say there's a, a god and those who don't believe in god could say you know what you've hurt my feelings i don't believe there's a god and you say there is and okay we can talk about that but look we need to understand the difference between thought and action what crime did alex jones commit is what i want to ask all right what crime did he commit you show me the uh, harm the victim okay it's a victimless crime so to speak it is a there is no evidence of harm you could say well he made me feel bad well, the IRS makes me feel bad every single day when they rape my wallet. Do I get to go after them now? <laughs> All right. They've literally turned me into a slave, a financial slave, a white slave over the IRS. It's been going on my whole adult life. They've literally stole hundreds of thousands of dollars from me and my poor family. All right. Uh, and they've almost turned me into a blind beggar. Okay. This is what I'm talking about. They're insane. Okay. But you got to understand the difference between action, in other words, crime, physical, versus opinion, thought, belief. And we've now turned into the thought police, and it's going to get worse because they are going to mandate their lies from the Ministry of Truth on every topic under the planet. And if you don't go along, you will absolutely be charged. So they want to say you can't say there's no global warming. You can't say there's no climate change. Even if you admit there's climate change, like I do, I say there's climate change, but they're lying about the uh, realities of it. Well, you can't say that. They want to arrest us. They want to prosecute us. Well, it's getting worse now, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Biden's Department of Justice is cracking down on conservatives. They've already started raiding and arresting Christians en masse. First, the DOJ announced that it would target parents who were concerned about critical race theory being taught in their children's classrooms. This goes back, believe it or not, this quintessential racism is at the heart of where this escalated. 
They say critical race theory. If you're white, you're a racist. There's nothing you can do to stop it. It's inherent. You were born with it. It's innate. You can't. You're just a racist. And nobody else can be a racist. No other color. Uh, I don't understand how they call black a color, but okay. Uh, is a racist. Nobody else <laughs> the is a absence racist. Of just color. them white people. <laughs> well, the absence of color, then why do they call it colored if it's the absence thereof? That in and of itself, ladies and gentlemen, is a lie from the pit of hell. Telling me it's color when there's no color? What kind of a lie is that? Now you just lied to a blind man. I should sue their socks off, sir. Wow, just think of what, I tell you what. reality we face here, folks. <laughs> They're going to tell me it's a colored gentleman. Hey, this gentleman over here is a colored man. Oh, Sam, you can't use colored now. you got to use black. The NAACP will sue you. Oh, those are the people that use the colored term, huh? I get it. See, you're telling me it's colored when it's the absence of color? You liars. What's Okay, let's stop this. But they're using this as a wedge to destroy America. It's backed by the communist agenda, James. The violation of free speech, the division over race, it's all a communist agenda of divide and conquer. It's Satan's plan from the pit of hell, and it goes against the Prince of Peace, even Jesus Christ. That's really the quintessential divide here that we're going to eventually all be grappling with. James? Yes, uh, Sam, you are exactly right, and it is disconcerting. I mean, they are really turning up the heat a little bit. Uh, You're seeing fault lines and and cracks and fissures throughout all of society now. This thing is ripe for a fall, Uh, but uh, the empire is going going to to uh to really lash out uh, this bloated empire that uh, we live under right now uh, is not going to go down easy and i think you will see uh you know certainly you're seeing it already what are, what are we talking about you 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 have seen it you are seeing it you will see more of it this crackdown on dissenters on people who use their freedom of speech and thought and assembly i mean we have seen this now for years and years in ways that um is disapproved by the regime and, and the powers that be uh, homeschoolers christians you name it uh they are really going to be coming after these people our people us and you've got a weaponized judiciary you got a weaponized so-called department of justice and the republican party does not deserve uh, any of god's good fortune However, you do have people there now that did not exist even really five years ago, uh, certainly not 10 years ago, who are better than the alternative. Uh, There was never, for all of my adult life, nary a a difference between the two parties, and still at the head table, there isn't. But you do have legitimate, I think, truth-tellers and mavericks like Paul Gozer in Arizona and Marjorie Taylor Greene and some others in the GOP that 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 are that do represent a substantial difference uh, than their counterparts. And you've got some important midterms coming up. I mean, I am never one vote for the lesser of two evils. I've always been against that. And Sam, I know you have, too. But uh, listen, I mean, freedom may well hang in the balance. You don't want the Democrats to take control of everything. You don't want them to get a filibuster proof supermajority. I can promise you that. I got a question. Have you ever looked at a color wheel, James? Oh, are you talking about a kaleidoscope? I don't know. No, they got a color wheel, buddy, to show you the different colors and stuff. Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. Let me look it up online and see if I've seen one before. All right. Color wheel, what is it? How do you interpret it there? I don't know if okay, you know. Okay, yeah, what... yeah. So it's just basically right, like, uh, that, right? like, well, it's like what you would see at uh, a hardware store when you're picking out yeah. your paints. It's got all, well, it's got all the colors, yeah. The spectrum. Okay. Does it it's have white on it? No. Does it have black? No. 
All right. So <laughs> these people want to have the color wheel to help me pick out colors, and they ain't got white on there or black, but yet black people are colored, which is really the absence of color, and white people aren't a color either. But yet they want to divide us into light and dark, black and white, and uh, I don't know what, the, you know, the advancement of what? The absence of color people? At the expense of the white race, but if you turn it around and you want to advance white people, then you're a racist because neither are on the color wheel? Yeah, this confuses blind people like me there. But the point that I'm getting at is this critical race theory, this division over race, this communist, dishonest, Hegelian dialectic tactic is at the core of what they're doing. So first, the DOJ started targeting parents because parents didn't want this critical race theory being taught in their children's classrooms. So they called mom and dad terrorists. Then they started investigating pro-life groups, even as radical pro-abortion terrorists were firebombing and vandalizing pro-life centers, okay? And not to mention churches, you see. They're going after the Christians. Well, now a recent letter from the American Medical Association said a letter to Amer- uh, or A.G. Merrick Garland, and it calls for investigation into social media users who are spreading, quote, disinformation about child sex changes. That's the next Uh, I don't know what you're going to say. Go after a point. You lied, you're going to get busted. In the letter, which was first brought to light by journalist Christopher Rufo, the AMA, or the American Medical Association, requests the DOJ to take, quote, swift action to investigate and prosecute all organizations, individuals, and entities spreading misleading information, targeting individual physicians and or hospitals, that perform, quote, irreversible transgender surgeries on minors. The letter was also authored by the American Academy of Pediatrics and the Children's Hospital Association, and specifically states that a few high-profile users on social media are responsible for spreading disinformation about child sex change surgeries, and it's now resulting in bomb threats. So the question is, what bomb threats? Is the FBI investigating those bomb threats? Or are they treating them like they are the bombings of preserved baby centers, right? That's the question. When we come back next hour, we'll dig in further because, folks, this is serious. If we don't stand up now, your republic is gone. It's time for jump off the radio and head for the hills. This is insanity. Quick pause. Liberty Roundtable live in seconds on your radio. Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. James Edwards, the political cesspool.org, and Sam Bushman. We declare God save the Republic of the United States of America. <laughs> 